As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, I'm Joe Yule. Thank you for listening to the Evening Standards Tech and Science Daily Podcast. Here's what's happening today, Tuesday, the 18th of August. As SpaceX gears up for yet another launch later, rocket recycling is the focus of the mission. The Falcon 9 has a booster set for liftoff this morning, which has already been on another Starlink drop-off and will notch up a record-breaking 6th flight. Blastoff is scheduled for 7.31am from Cape Canaveral Air Force Station in Florida, and so far the weather is looking good for this morning's action. The nose cone that will protect 58 of the Starlink satellites will also be pursued by Falcon 9 on the way, in what feels a little bit like a game of Tetris. They will also look to catch three more on the route, belonging to Earth imagery company Planet. If they succeed, this recycling regime could see expanded plans as well as the already planned launch of yet more Starlinks already next month. You can watch all the action from today on the usual SpaceX live stream on their website space.com. It didn't take long after Donald Trump announced the imminent demise of TikTok in the States for a new platform to pop up. A New York outfit have launched Triller as a rival to the Chinese platform and their newest member is none other than the man himself. And after less than 48 hours as a member, the US president already has 11,000 followers. Meantime, Kanye West has expressed his concern over the social media app and says he thinks Jesus Talk would be a good replacement for TikTok if no one buys it in time for it to remain in the public domain stateside. The music mogul was disturbed while watching videos with his seven-year-old daughter and posted on Twitter that he had a vision. He said, we pray we can collaborate with TikTok to make a Christian monitored version that feels safe for young children and the world. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you're enjoying this podcast, please do hit subscribe. And if you've got a moment, give us a rating as well. Another big blow has been delivered to a different Chinese tech giant, this time Huawei, as the US have now cut off their access to advanced computer chips produced by the US, even if they're made abroad. 
a license, will now be needed for any foreign semiconductor company to sell chips made or developed using U.S. software. The new rules announced by the U.S. Commerce Department are now in place and mean that it's even harder for anyone to get around laws designed to stop them using American technology. 38 Huawei affiliates have also been added to the already growing and so-called blacklist made by the Department of Commerce of firms linked to Huawei. Now, as China struggles with the rollout of 5G, we're told Google are already trying to get in on the act of 6G and are doing some secret tests. They're initially looking into a network in 17 different states, according to papers from the FCC. But precisely what they are up to is not so easy to uncover. They do say they're trying to produce technical information relevant to the utility of these frequencies, for providing reliable broadband connections. The time frame for the test is around 24 months, and so far they have permission to try out the service in 26 cities across America, which could long-term enable faster and more reliable internet connections to be rolled out. A battle in the gaming industry could completely change the future of game development as we know it. A row between Epic Games, who wanted to cut out middleman Apple, and their 30% commission from their payment system has reached fever pitch. Apple began by booting more than 250 million Fortnite players off of their app store, but in a step further, they're now threatening to take out their Unreal Engine code they give to outside game developers to help them make apps of their their own. In a statement last night, Apple said that Epic had been one of the most successful developers on the App Store, and they say they want to stay collaborating. But to do so, Apple says Epic would need to revert Fortnite to an earlier version of the game to comply with the guidelines they agreed to and which apply to all developers. In that version, the way Epic collects money from gamers is steered back to the payment system. We all have a weak spot, even the invincible idea of the Earth's magnetic field, as it turns out. Researchers at NASA have found out that what started out as a dent now looks set to be completely breaking in half right over South America and the Southern Atlantic Ocean. It's called the South Atlantic Anomaly, or SAA, and so far it's not affecting us in any way. But as satellites like Mr. Musk's pass through their field, they do have to account for the extra radiation. The slight chink in the armour of the Earth could also provide scientists with more data to learn about the magnetic field and plot future space missions. A rather depressing theory of life after the end of the universe has been looked into by Illinois State University theoretical physicist Dr. Matt Kaplan. The good news is we won't actually be here to see what he predicts will be a sad and lonely place after the final supernova snuffs out the world as we know it. You would think that an exploding black dwarf star set to destroy the universe would be an explosive affair, but the smaller stars, which are still up to 10 times the mass of the sun, don't have the gravity or density to produce the iron in their core, so they can't explode in supernovas. This means dead or dying stars will be on the smaller 
other end of the spectrum and can begin shrinking as they head towards their ending with slightly less sparkle than one would imagine after such a twinkly career. You're up to date. Subscribe and come back tomorrow for a fresh update on the latest news from the world of tech and science. Also, check out our podcast, Women Tech Charge, as presenter Anne-Marie Imarfadon meets amazing women leading the way in the world of science, tech, maths and engineering. There are two whole seasons to binge on and the links are in our show notes. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.